0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Adela Marcy Unplugged. That's right, we're in Season 3, guys. Season 3 is finally here, and as always, we've got more guests coming on, and we've got crazy-ass people always coming on. So, this episode is sponsored by StorySellingBlueprint.com. Go there, go check out your stuff. uh, Discover how to basically put your story... Um, into your business and marketing and actually go ahead and sell that and we're also sponsored by carissahill.com.au links in the description as always and i just want to go ahead and welcome our guest today carissa hill carissa thanks for uh joining us so early in the morning where you are
1: oh thank you nice to be here
0: it's awesome like this is kind of fun i always love it whenever esther sends me um people to interview she's like do you mind interviewing them i'm like no because you always send me really interesting fun people Like, I have Mm -hmm. no idea who you are, but I know a little bit about you and enough from Facebook stalking Let's find out. (laughs) Let's talk to this human. It's always fun. (laughs) So um, just jumping right off of that, like, I I realized that your story is pretty much, you've been a lifelong entrepreneur from a very young age. I mean, you had, um, was it a tanning, was it tanning salons or was it a hair salon that you had when you were like in your 20s?
1: Uh, Both. And before that I was graphic design and before that I was selling photography and stuff.
0: Wow. how how old were you when you started your first business? I'm curious because like um
1: sixteen, Sweet. I learned to build websites when I was sixteen. So because that's what my dad did. So I taught myself using Dreamweaver, um, made <laughs> a basic one. HTML site selling my photography and artworks, and then turned into graphic design, and then turned into a tanning business, and went from there.
0: Cool. By the way, guys, just on the call, you may hear my voice a little bit different. I may mute myself every so often because I'm currently fighting a pre-man flu cold coming on <laughs> putting up a good defense i think but you know you know how things go on but wow dreamweaver is so old school
1: i know
0: <laughs> That's i pretty much know. taught
1: myself html i'm a bit of a geek
0: i don't blame you i still remember like uh, in the early part of my career as an entrepreneur i didn't had no idea what wordpress was so yeah. i learned how to build like landing pages and sales pages in html yep and then I realized that wordpress was so much easier
1: <laughs> I know and you don't need to remember oh. all the things anymore
0: <laughs> oh my god do you remember like when you had to like how do I do an image I don't know oh yeah it's open I would bracket. just google it <laughs> yeah <you don't... laughs> I lived on w3school's homepage it's yeah like, just google just google that shit it's fine <laughs> you'll find an yep. answer I
1: learned everything through google basically
0: google university but just how we do things but yeah. yeah, um, so as far as it goes, then, um, what would be like the big transition? Like what was the thing? Cause now you actually teach small businesses how to use Facebook to leverage their businesses mm-hmm. and essentially step away from what they're doing and let it run mm. in the background. So they basically work on their business instead of in their business. How did you get, it, get to that stage? I mean, that's actually incredible.
1: Yeah. So I guess one of my natural talents, um, realized that I had for about 10 years has been online marketing. Um, I just seem to, and I read your story about copywriting. I think it's the same thing with me with I know what people want to see and hear in order to get them to take action and want to buy stuff. Um, I just put myself in their shoes. So that's what I did from the start with my all of the businesses. Um, when I was 21, I was working as a graphic designer for another business and I had my own little business on the side. And I was always a bit of a tomboy growing up and a bit of a geek, not very girly. And then all of a sudden I discovered spray tans. And being someone who's naturally very pale, I became obsessed with them because I was like, oh my God, I can have a tan. This is amazing. Um, And so I decided I wanted to share my love of them with other people who were also white. And so I started a little business doing that in my garage after hours from my day job build a website and a MySpace page back then. There was no wow. Facebook yet. Cool. Um Yeah, and then it just took off really quickly and I started getting really busy and within a year um, I decided to leave my full-time job and open a shop because I was making way more money doing tanning um, than I was in a full-time of, of a design sitting at a desk. Um, then I did add some hair services in as I grew and kind of expanded a, a little bit Um and then there came a point where I hired my first employee or someone applied to work for me. Sorry, I wasn't actually looking for for someone. Um, and I thought, oh, let's give it a go because that's kind of just how I work. I just try things to see if they work or not. Um, trained her up and then she just I was sitting there in the shop and she was just doing everything. So I just had this moment of like, why do I have to be here? Um, <laughs> so I went home and watched a movie. And then my whole business strategy became – hiring people, teaching them how to do the work, and so I didn't have to, and I just kept doing all of the online marketing and the Facebook stuff and the website stuff because that's what I liked, Um, and, you know, I could just take photos of things, post them on Facebook, write something cool, and people would come and book in. Um, So, yeah, by the time I was 25, I had three shops. I had five in total, but I sold a couple of them, Um, and then there came a point where I was about 26, 27, that people started asking me how I did that, and so that's when I became a coach and a teacher and started teaching. So that that's is, it in a nutshell.
0: That is pretty awesome. Wait, so essentially, like, you pretty much just kind of stumbled into it more or less, didn't you?
1: I did, but there did come a point where I did study, uh, started studying business and marketing when I realized that that was what I was super interested in. So before that, I just figured it all out, yeah. Pretty
0: much this is something I have to ask, though, like because I know a ton of Aussies. You'd think they would get a tan living somewhere where it's so warm practically all of the year.
1: Yeah, but if I have English and Scottish skin in my genetics, then I don't tan in the sun.
0: <laughs> I just die. burn. Yeah, yeah. tan to lobsters, and I love making fun of you guys. Uh-huh. Well, at yeah, least so the I upside is go. you can get through airport security quite easily, unlike me. I get, like, the, the trade-off is I get a lifetime of tanning, but no airport security will ever be, like, cool with me. Oh, It's true, you know. But then, then again, I have learned over my years, don't try and make the airport security guards laugh. They do not find it humorous.
1: Yeah, no, they don't have no sense of humor.
0: They really don't. I mean, it was really bad, but it's, there's so many stories about airline security that I have, so <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that another time. But as far as it goes, like, with your business and stuff... Um, And more or less, like, uh, how it's impacting you today. What's, like, some of the best things that you've actually found about your business that gives you freedom today? Like, what do you... Because, you know, now you teach other people what do you do in your spare time and, Mm -hmm. ultimately, what gives you happiness?
1: Yeah, well, this has been, yeah quite a personal journey, I suppose, that I've figured out over the last couple of years, especially going from brick-and-mortar business and actually seeing people physically to online business and now... Being surrounded by people, but it's all on Facebook, really. That's been one of the biggest challenges, I suppose, is that I actually have to make time to go out and have human interaction. Otherwise, you can get really stuck without <laughs> any. You get lonely. Yeah, and lonely. So that makes you kind of, you know, a bit depressed and you're like, oh, what am I doing this for? I'm making money, but like, I'm helping people yeah. interaction as well. Well, I do. Um, and. I guess the, one of the biggest things is uh, just, yeah, learning what to do with learning what makes you happy. Um, I actually gave up alcohol a couple of years ago as well, um, which was a bit of a personal challenge, realized I loved it so much. And one of the most powerful questions that I asked myself when I was doing that was, um, does, do I need alcohol to enjoy this? And I quickly learned that a lot of the things that I was doing in my life um, to socialize and have fun, were not actually things that I enjoyed because I couldn't do them without getting, you know, having a drink. Yeah. So I started learning, well, what do I like? And it was, you know, reading books and teaching and speaking and creating videos and, um, like I love, I love teaching. I've realized everything, every time I learn something new, I just want to share it with people straight away. So I love making training videos and little courses and, um, Going live in my Facebook group and just chatting to people and answering questions. Um, So, yeah, I hope that answers the question.
0: (laughs) It really does, I mean, for sure. Well, more or less, the reason I asked it is because the challenge I've been coming across quite late, like last year, across the tail end, was I was finding myself working more and more. Mm. And I was finding myself asking, why do I do this? Mm. Because it is that thing where you don't socialize as much. just as a quick heads up, everyone that's listening to the podcast or should be listening to the podcast knows this. Um, I pretty much live right in the heart of London, like right in the center of London. Like you can't get any more central than I am. Um, and yeah, there are days that I don't leave my flat and I'm an extrovert. So mm. at times I just sit indoors. And I'm like, no work. Like, yeah, but you get bored and then you play video games and you end up on Facebook.
1: <laughs> yeah. I would tend to just go out if I need to get around people and I need to do work. I go sit in the coffee shop because then at least you could got people to look at and smile at. <laughs> I'm a bit extroverted. Well, I'm an extroverted introvert, so I You're love being ambivert. alone. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's ambivert, you know, ambiverts unite, but not too close. We like our own personal space, Don't We want to say hello to you and actually hang out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We're a weird bunch. It's what we do.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My it's friend... conflicting, but it's cool.
0: My friend told me that she goes, "Oh God, we're ambiverts, aren't oh, I was like, "How do you mean?" She goes, "You like staying in and recharging your batteries, but at the same time, you're equally happy being out, being the life of the party, aren't you?" I was like, "Yeah, pretty much." I was yep. like, yeah, welcome to the club. Yay, <laughs> founders.
1: And then sometimes you get to the party and you're like, "Oh, I just want to go home now."
0: Just I'm to done. Sit in the read a book, or yep. watch a movie on my own. <laughs> I will say this much. There is there, there's something lovely about London. Is the amount of cinemas and movie theaters there are here. Yeah. Sometimes you can. There's loads just near me. There's about eight right near me, and the best part is that you, if you pick the right movie at the right time, you can literally end up in the theater practically by yourself. Like you'll have a whole row to yourself. Yeah. So all you do is just I I. It's a horrible habit I have when I get to a movie theater. I take my shoes off. <laughs>
1: Oh, I do that too, but I wear thongs or flip-flops in there, so you just flip them off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, people over in the Western world will be like, oh, thongs, hello. They mean flip-flops yeah. like sandals and shit over That's downstairs.
1: why I tend to say both.
0: <laughs> yeah, just so people know what's up, because, um, God, Alan Pease, one, like, the body language guy, once said that joke. I was like, oh, that makes sense what my friend <laughs> yeah, was Yeah, wear about, thongs
1: then. to the cinema and then take them off when I get <laughs> there. <that. laughs>
0: That, what type of cinema are you visiting? My <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. Oh, God. But still, as far Completely as. It goes, different context. Huh? Completely different context. Pretty much. What you do in your personal time is up to you. You're an adult. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, no, just take my shoes off. I just sit down and relax. And if it's a good movie, just sit there and quiet and enjoy yourself eating popcorn, which is yep. brilliant. Um, what spot what kind do you go for? Ooh, mixed. Always mixed. You go sweet and salty. You can I can never have one of either I can have like either one if it's a small bag, but I go large bags. So I go for like half and half. Ooh. And the Good smart move, smart move is to get a tango ice blast, which is like a slushy, and then a bottle of water as well. Because my oh, mouth yeah. will go completely crazy. What about you? What's your sweet or sour? I, no, sorry, sweet well, or salty. We
1: have the sweet popcorn. We only have salty, but I always get an, a large one and a large frozen drink. But I mix all the different flavors of frozen drink together. But then, yes, you need the bottle of water.
0: Yeah, you really do. Your mouth kind of goes. I need water. <laughs> water refills. <laughs> your um, body
1: kind of rejects it.
0: <laughs> wait, are you a fan of like Marvel and um, those movies, or like what's your genre? Uh,
1: my part, my husband is, but I, I like some of them. I wouldn't say super fan.
0: Well, have you seen La La Land? Like, La La. Not Land. yet. Okay, I. My whole thing, if you listen to this podcast and you haven't seen it, don't believe the hype. Because they overhype that shit. It's annoying. It's a good mm. movie. Like, it stands at its own two feet. But the amount of attention it's got and stuff like that, they've kind of pushed it out of proportion. So I'll say that much. Go in there with, like, low expectation, and you'll enjoy yourself.
1: And then
0: you'll like it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that movie's really good, like, I don't usually watch musicals anymore, I'm getting back into the swing of things of doing so.
1: I love musicals.
0: I know, right? I used to love them, but I haven't seen them for a long time. But, like, what I love about this one in particular is that it's actually an original script. Mm. Like, it isn't based on some other works from a book or whatever, it's an original written script by someone that was just like, I'm gonna write something that's amazing. And they did. Yep. And it was so perfectly done. Um, the musical score to it, by the way, is, like, so amazing. Like,
1: That's genuinely
0: cool. in love with the musical score. Um, the opening scene, I will spoil this for everyone, don't really care. The opening scene is about six minutes long of a musical. And it's brilliant. Um, I actually turned to my friend that I went to watch it with. I just, like, whispered in the ear, I was like, so that explains why LA traffic is always jammed. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you're an ass. I was like, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um but I will say, uh, as far as it goes, like the reason I bring those, uh, the reason I bring movies up, um, is simply because you know, as one of my one of the things we do is we teach story, and I saw that mm. you do that too as well. Because mm. if you want to increase your sales, you tell your story, and then you add on a call to action near the end of it, like how you overcame yep. adversity. Um, and one of the best places to study that stuff is books and movies. Yep. So. My I learned
1: video editing by watching movies and TV. I was just like, oh, so they do that from that angle and then they cut there and then they. <laughs> yeah.
0: You learn so much, but like people say that you shouldn't watch TV. I'm like, that's fine. You shouldn't watch it if you're not going to do anything. But if you're being productive with it, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one and
1: Sometimes it's necessary just for a recharge, right? Your brain gets overloaded and switch off for a little while and then I can get back to work.
0: Yeah. It's so true, like, a lot of people say, um, it's so true, because I I genuinely like to switch off from time to time, it's just a lovely feeling to just completely shut down, quiet in your mind, and just watch stuff, sometimes I do it to actually uh, take notes, so my Mm. question to you is here is, what are your three favourite movies to watch to completely chill out, and what are your three TV shows or Netflix series to chill out as well?
1: Oh, good question. I like lots of things. Yeah, let's go on top <laughs> um, three. Movies. I actually really like Tomorrowland. Okay. I love Disney. <laughs> Disney like movies because um, they're just such a like you know feel good kind of formula i do actually i really enjoy disney pixar because i had studied the joseph campbell's hero's journey story in a disney pixar mm-hmm. or the pixar formula so my my husband and i like predict when like oh and then this happens and now try so um kind of watch it for fun but also as an educational thing as well um books Edu- I really like books that are a story education. Things like The Go Giver. I don't know if you've read that one. Um, yeah,
0: He's a good friend of mine. I really like. Yeah.
1: Him. Oh, really? I yeah. love that book. It changed my life. I actually printed out the laws and framed them, and they're on my desk. Um,
0: <laughs> you know what? He was one of the first then, guys I reached out to when I first started my online career, and really, this is how cool That's he so is. Cool. He, I didn't know who he was. I didn't know he had written a book. No idea who he was reached out to him became really good friends with him I actually used to send him all my free pdfs and all my paid products to get his approval
1: yeah right and
0: he used to go through them and be like yeah just change this this and this you're doing great keep going I was like I have no idea who you are and then one day someone goes oh shit Bob Berg he's great you know he's an international best I was like that's just Bob you he's have to friend.
1: introduce me he's amazing <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll see if I'm still friends with him like because I haven't spoken to him in like six or seven years but he's a really good dude. Like, really good dude. But anyway, please continue with movies. That's
1: so cool. Yeah. Um, no, that's awesome. And yeah, they so books like that and things like, um, you know, raving fans. Uh, any, like, little easy-to-read books I prefer um, that are in, like, story format. I get all my clients to read The E-Myth because that's one of the ones that helped me to set up my business to run without me in it.
0: You know what's really um, funny? I've never read that book. Really? Yeah. I've read it book.
1: twice.
0: I've yet to read that book. It's I've, I've, I might have to order it, but then again, I have like seven or eight books I need to go through before I read anymore.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Full list. Have you heard of, okay, uh, what's the app called, Blinkist? What was it? It's an app called Blinkist. Never Blink heard of it. Blinkist. What it does is it will send, it'll you listen to it, um, and it chunks down all of these books um, non-fiction, educational books, business books, into 15-minute um, audio versions. They, they, they just summarize the best lessons out of each chapter and then put a summary together of what you learned from it at the end. So you can like read a book in 15 minutes and learn the best bits.
0: Oh, that's amazing. I don't know, Damn I've been using that lately. <laughs> thing is, a, a friend of mine taught me how to photo read. Oh, wow. So um, that's how I do it usually. It's really simple, by the way. Do you want to know how to photo read? It's like, it'll take like five minutes to explain. Essentially, and for everyone listening to this, this is just a valuable lesson. What you do is um, you pick up the book, you read the synopsis. I'm butchering the method. I'm just going by how I do it. You read the synopsis, Mm. read the first, uh, the contents page, um, and then all the testimonials or whatever it is. And then what you do is... um, you start reading, but the way that you start reading is you look at the center of the page, like the center of the book, where like mm. it bends. So you don't actually look at any of the page; look at the center of the book. And you start uh, flipping page after page after page after page, all while internally uttering the mantra, but because I have a hot, like my brain gets super busy. Um, I recorded myself like 15 minutes just saying the word relax. Mm. And then uploaded it to my iPod. Um, So I had that on listening to it. I just go relax, 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 relax. Still looking at the center of the page until I get to the end of the book. Then what you do is you go back to the start and then you start flipping through each page, but you use your index finger to read, like to run across each line very quickly. You don't stop and read anything, you just run across. And you just each page until the book's done. Then you go back again for the third time. And this time you uh, read through it again this, you read through it looking at the center still uttering relax in your head right and then finally for the fourth time um, there's two more times sorry this, those are fourth and fifth fourth time you read it as if like running through your finger and you stop at certain paragraphs that catch your eye but you quickly yep. read them and then just move on you don't spend them a couple of seconds at each and then finally the fifth step is actually turning the book upside down and reading it backwards wow which is a bit weird I know but that's kind of like more elite level. By the fourth time, I've practically got it. But by that last level, it really sinks in. But the thing is, you get full comprehension. Like yeah. Your, your subconscious picks up on all the little tweaks about it. So that's it's amazing.
1: I have to try it. That sounds cool. Yeah. I've course. done speed reading.
0: Yeah. I've never, been able, I've, no, I've never been able to speed read. Like, I'll get through it and then I'll just freak out after a while.
1: <laughs> I find you pick up on... I, I tend to miss a lot when I'm speed reading, but I do pick up on, well, as you said, like bits that catch your eye um, that are obviously important to what you need or are interested in at that moment. So I did read, I sped read a book on hypnotism and I learned a few little tricks on like hypnotic language. And
0: uh, okay, yeah. So you'll be picking like up what them. I'm saying from time to time. Maybe. Yeah, what's really funny is I actually got accused (laughs) of being, uh, like, using hypnotic language when I'm speaking. I'm like, I'm not. Like, yeah, you are. I'm like, honestly, all I'm doing is talking to you. It's just maybe it's ingrained in my brain so much. That's what I'm
1: doing. That was like me with NLP. Someone asked me, because I build rapport with everyone that I meet straight away. Like, automatically, I just want, I just do it um and people were asking me like oh have you studied nlp i'm like what's that <laughs> <laughs> so then i actually did study it i was like oh man this is cool but yeah i wasn't doing it intentionally
0: yeah it's it's really good that's the way that you that I pretty much fell into it look so i've got yeah. my advanced nlp stuff but i was like yeah it's getting boring now <laughs> i'm just gonna do some yeah. other stuff that's uh yeah
1: it's quite cool what was that I said, hypnotic language is quite cool. Just, I only use a few little ways of it, but I teach some of my clients when they're writing Facebook ads to like start them with, you know, like imagine this, 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 and
0: yeah, future pacing is one of my favorite things in the world. Yeah, using imagination and then future pacing is, is like the best two things in the world. Um, yeah. but yeah, okay. So great tip
1: right. Hmm? That's a great tip right there.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you if you're writing ads right now, or if you're writing anything, even blog posts, start. Building out your stuff with like future uh, by future pacing, I mean, put the person at the end result they want to be in, mm. or you can use a negative uh, future pace, which is put them in the place they will be in if they don't take your advice.
1: Hmm. <laughs>
0: or both. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, you can play either one. You can play it however you feel like. I'll tell you a book that I'm I'm going through right now that's really having an impact on me is The Rise of Superman by Stephen Kotler. I don't know if you've okay. Heard of it.
1: No, but I'll um, look it up.
0: It's all about flow states and how to basically push your body into creativity.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, it's really, really cool because his story is amazing. I've tried to get him on my podcast. Like, that that's my goal is to get him on season three.
1: Yep. Amazing. That sounds cool. I've been looking at some stuff with Alex Scharfen lately about the state of flow and the
0: entrepreneurial you, mindset. Have you spoken to him?
1: Um, not in person, but I have, he's a part of, sorry, what were you going to say?
0: No, he's a part of what?
1: Oh, I'm in a mastermind group at the moment and he's doing a training with us this week. Or oh, I did one a couple of weeks ago as well. And I've done his entrepreneurial lenses. Cool.
0: Look, Which mastermind group is that, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Um, it is called The Mastermind with Ben Simkin.
0: Oh, sweet. Esther's was in it. Yeah, I was going to say, if you want an actual personal introduction to him, let me know.
1: Oh, really? That would be cool. Alex is, like, one of my
0: brothers. Like, we are so... Really? He's one of my best friends. I fucking love that guy. Oh, I will. I've had him on the show twice. Alex and Bob. (laughs) If you, like, look at his... It was so funny. The first time I actually did my podcast with him, it was uh, 2015. I had him on my podcast, and my mic didn't record me for some reason, so you can just hear Alex for, like, a half hour. (laughs) Um, the best part is I, I didn't even edit it. I just took all my bits out that you can hear me and left his stuff in and Ed yeah. saying, uh, yeah, this is great value, but you won't hear me ask any questions, but you will hear Alex laugh every so often to himself. <laughs> he's not crazy. he's just laughing at what I said. Yeah. I put that up and he goes, oh you are s-. he was like, man, that is hilarious. Let's do this again and uh, got him on the show again and he's, he's so ins- he's such an inspiration. That's yeah he is he's and, uh, so
1: cool
0: he really is he's like he's that like dude that you really want to be friends with like you know he's the yeah. cool dude in the room
1: yeah You watch his videos and like i want to hang out with you <laughs>
0: yeah Uh well when i can travel again my plan is to spend about well, i'm spending a week at his house in uh, texas mm. yeah because his wife was like oh you used to cook professionally i was like yeah she goes when you come to our house can you cook i was like fine i'll cook when i get there yeah <laughs> weirdo it's okay. making me cook i don't mind i actually enjoy it but um for the people that haven't heard the podcast or even yourself go check them out i mean they're, they're really fun value-filled podcasts where we talk a lot about epts um or entrepreneurial personality types bipolar depression yeah. mental states and stuff like that he's a really, really cool dude
1: it's very interesting
0: yeah so do you ever like study uh, do you ever look at stuff that's like on the weirder side of like uh what life is because I found that entrepreneurs we tend to actually kind of almost go down rabbit holes of weirdness.
1: Oh yeah. I'm extremely weird. My thought patterns sometimes I feel like I'm high or on drugs, even or like I'll ask someone a question and like, where are you? Like where did you pull that from? I know. I don't know. It just came into my brain.
0: (laughs) Or you say something that's really weird. But like you, it leaves your mouth before you realize that you actually had time to fill everyone into the context. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what? Are you, what are you talking about? Oh shit! So I was just thinking about this parallel universe of what if this happened, and they're like, yeah. "You're weird, aren't you?" I was like, "Yeah, pretty much." That's what we do. <laughs>
1: Though, do I think
0: there's watch... other weirdos out there. Yeah, it's what we do. We're a group. It's what we do. So we stick yes. together. Um, have you do you ever watch um, Joe Rogan's podcast at all?
1: No, I have not, but I will write that down.
0: Joe Rogan it... Experience, freaking awesome podcast, by the way. Joe um, the Joe Rogan Experience. Uh, you can find it on YouTube or on uh, iTunes. But he's cool. he, he's just so crazily, like, he's fascinated by everything. In fact, he's the basis for the show. Like, the way I do oh, this. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I love the way that he interviews uh, guests in the sense that he has no script it's really just wherever we end up going, we end up going. I was like, that is that is nice. It's a real conversation to have.
1: That's my favorite way of doing things too, is when I, when I started making videos for my marketing and just in general because I liked it, I thought that I had to script them out to start with so I would write what I was going to say and then I would read, like look down, look up at the camera, read a bit and then cut out all the bits where I look down, mm-hmm. like reading my script. Yeah, and then I was like, I hate this. So now I just make dot points or pick a topic and just ramble and um people like it more, I like it more. You get like off topic instantly by distracted by other thoughts that pop into your head and just start rambling and yeah, it's good fun. It's
0: the best way to actually do things. It's the best way to do things. I always say that to people. Well, the other thing as well is like um when I make YouTube videos, uh the rare chances I do make YouTube videos. Um my friend David, like he he's got like a hundred thousand subscribers. He's amazing. He always gets me like to do events and stuff with him on YouTube. So it's always fun. That's awesome. But the only problem is, um, he's uh, he's very like scripted in the way he does his things. Like he'll have a plan, mm. and if it, if he fucks up, he'll go ahead and stop and redo it redo again. It. I'm not mm. like that. If I fuck up, I leave it in. I don't like anything. Yeah, me too. I like I. <laughs> if I fuck up on this podcast, you're like did you edit any of this out? Nope. You fuck up. You so And you find to...
1: people like it more because they relate to you. Like in one of my online courses, I actually burped while I was talking and then I'm like, oh, sorry, keep going.
0: Oh, that <laughs> yeah. is so brilliant. Um, <laughs>
1: They're like I loved it. It was like, but then I learned later that that's an NLP technique of like pattern interruption too. So there oh. you go.
0: Did not know that was that. Like, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually send me that please. Um, I'm actually in, um, in in the moment, like, finish up storytelling Blueprints, like, full thing. By the time this comes out, it should be all up and running. But I've realized as I'm actually shooting the last couple of, like, modules, they're going to hear me sound like this mm. for about three modules. I'm mm-hmm. uh, like, ah, oh, fuck. You guys are going to have to put like, sick voice ad all the entire time.
1: i like, Which here, was... I want to give you a tissue.
0: <laughs> yeah, here you go. <laughs> Who knows, it might work in my favor. Um, I used to really, like, um, I used to edit out my podcast at the start because Chase would meow a lot, and he's, mm. he sounds like a baby, like a human <laughs> baby. Like, the amount of times my guests have gone, it's not a baby? I'm like, no, it's my cat. They're like, <laughs> like human. He's currently sat on me. Um, <laughs> so, in the end, I just got so bored of it. I was like, if he meows, he's now introduced as the co-host of my show. <laughs> yeah. It's like, my co-pilot's here. He's woken up currently like this is horrible sorry he's sat on me i'm playing with his nose <laughs> yes people i'm focusing simultaneously don't worry about that but my anyway, dog
1: often comes outside and barks while i'm trying to do videos so i'm just like yeah she's
0: fine <laughs> yeah it's what we do it's, how, it's yep. how animals are they're like affection it's what we do
1: mm-hmm. so
0: speaking of which just jumping back into the business frame for a moment. Mm-hmm. What would you say would be one of the biggest challenges you've ever faced in your in your life as a business owner?
1: Um, One of the biggest challenges that I tend to face, and I face it over and over again, is leveling up. I suppose, (laughs) or I have, you know, if I want to do a new thing, like putting myself on camera, that was a big challenge for me mentally to step over just because, you know, you get all these thoughts in your head like, oh, I'm not good enough or if someone picks on what I look like and blah, blah, But then as soon as you do it, you know that it's fine after a while. Um, same thing with, like, rising your prices or changing your target audience. You know, I, I've learned through things that I don't like that I need to – like an example with my online trainings and stuff, when I first started them I was attracting um, quite small business owners whereas I prefer working with people who are like myself. So I had to change my – Prices and change my strategy and my targeting, yeah, um, to attract more high achievers and people that didn't want to just, you know, complain about things. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. So, but then I always get that, like, oh, but oh, but there's oh, that. I guess that's the mindset stuff. But I know that I can push through it. So, yeah. Other than so? that, I don't feel yeah like that I have that many challenges because I'm totally prepared to fail at things. So I just do stuff and figure out if it works
0: that's the best way of actually approaching it just you know Mm. as as my friends used to say it's essentially um because again amongst my friends i'm one of the like initially i'm talking like school friends Mm. uh they they always just go yeah you have this habit of like this sounds fun i know i'm not going to do any research let's just run and jump off the cliff and see what happens (laughs) yeah and then you're like why how do you keep surviving that shit i was like i have no idea. Yeah. You know, I have no idea how I keep doing it but it's fun it's the only way I know how to live my question though was to you because I was actually looking through your Facebook and stuff mm. um, do you keep taking like really cool photos to post because um, I've I've, like I've got to get a new camera anyway because um, of the incident in December I lost all my shit Oh um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: no! yeah it wasn't fun but I'll, I'll get a new camera soon anyway because um, I'm rebranding my site a friend of mine that's helped me with it she said that I need to get more photos done mm-hmm the only problem is I don't know how to actually take the photos people want to see. I, I, like, if I take a photo, I take it because I feel like taking it to capture that moment. It's not so much that okay, I'm going to sit here and look interesting into the sunlight.
1: I, ah. I don't know how to
0: do those. So, like, your, no, old, your photos really. look amazing.
1: Oh Well, I have had my professional branding. My branding photos, I actually paid a photographer to do okay. them. So, that was... Because it's like I can't take photos of myself, and I re- want someone that can see, like, do this or move your chin this way or <laughs> cross your legs or you know, something like that. Um,
0: I need to, I need to yeah
1: external perspective, someone that actually knows what they're doing in that sense. Um, as for photos that I upload onto my page for engagement, I actually just do what you you do. Like if I'm <coughs> writing down notes for a course that I'm creating or if I'm working on something I'll just take a picture of things that I'm actually doing um and upload that I suppose um or sometimes I just browse Pinterest and then I'll see things and I'm like oh that's a cool idea I'll do something like that
0: that's pretty cool see that that's really good because I may actually start swiping that so yeah, a good way of doing things because
1: you can see p- things on Pinterest that people like obviously like and share a lot. So if you're stuck for ideas, you can look on there and then go, "Oh, that's
0: cool." Uh, I just have this weird feeling. But I'm like, oh, because like my sister's on my Facebook. Uh, on my Facebook, mm. she never interacts. She just looks. She just stalks me quietly. She's a worker. I, <laughs> she she is like I went to like because uh, I'm like splitting time between two cities right now. Yeah. and I stay at her place whenever I'm at whenever I'm the other city, and she just literally like brings up stuff. I'm like, how the hell did you know that? She's like, oh, I saw it on your Facebook. was like, but you didn't comment.
1: Yeah, you didn't like it.
0: <laughs> you didn't like it. You didn't comment it. What's wrong with you? You broken human being.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually one of the big points that I teach in in my course. Actually, that I'll give you. Like, if you're running an ad, sometimes people will. They'll run an ad or whatever and they may not get any likes or comments on it and so they think it's bad but then they're still actually getting people booking into their business or making appointments because a lot of the businesses I deal with are are service-based industries like beauty and photography and design and that kind of thing And um, because that was my background, obviously. But, um, yeah, so I'm like don't judge your posts or your ads based on how many likes or comments they get because sometimes people will just see that they won't even like your page but they'll go to your website um and they'll look at you and stuff so you've got to pay attention to the like the numbers and sometimes people realize that their revenue has like doubled in a certain period of time even though they haven't got that many more like interaction on their Facebook page totally depends on what they're selling um but yeah if someone's selling like a a pretty hair service or something then it's going to get a lot of likes if someone's selling a waxing service people won't generally like that because they don't want people other people to know that they like waxing
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So
1: yeah. Interesting. I don't need you to Some people that just don't like anything on Facebook. They just scroll. Hmm.
0: It's always brilliant. My favorite thing is when you actually find out a friend of your a friend of yours waxes, like a male friend of yours waxes. As a guy, it, I think it's obligatory that you make fun of them. I <laughs> it really is. Like I mean you could be waxing too, but if your secret isn't out there, you should just totally make fun of your friend.
1: <laughs> if they haven't owned it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. It's like once someone owns something, so it's like it. that Yeah, anyway? that's
1: right. Yeah, I said so many guys do get waxing because I know a lot of people in the beauty industry and like the amount of guys that come in for like and they wax like everywhere. Um okay. <laughs> Yeah, so they're like, it's surprising and a lot of straight guys. So yeah.
0: I think it's ever since the manscaping craze came on.
1: Yeah. Which yeah. you
0: know. It's, it's been a good thing, but still.
1: <laughs>
0: but. Anyway. So I was going to say, um, there was like two questions I really did want to ask you. It's kind of like, please take over the floor as much as you want. And the first question is like, when you actually went through challenges in your business, you know, when you get knocked down and you're like, mm-hmm. do I really, am I really gonna be able to do this or that, or this that the other? <laughs> what helped you get your confidence back to like a normal level and to a level where now you're just kind of like comfortable with, if you fail, you fail and you just move on.
1: Um, yeah. I talked about this not too long ago in my Facebook group. Um, it was, I think now I, had, I just have had that many shitty situations happen that I feel kind of, immune to them like because I did do figure out everything the hard way especially becoming a a boss and employ an employer was one of the biggest challenges that I had because I knew nothing of leadership or management we screwed over I either gave people too much freedom or not enough freedom um and then you know you don't trust people after you've been screwed over once or twice um and being someone who's quite emotionally like you tend to take things personally like uh, you know as an example people have stolen money from me they've lied to me they've stolen clients and copied my business and you know all that stuff that people do um and that kind of knocks you down or if someone complains about something that you know you've actually tried really hard on and uh, recently someone or not recently last year someone that obviously had something else happening in their life Just took it out on me (laughs) and my course, and I was just like, I'm trying to help you. Like, can you just look like you know, see it from this perspective? And blah blah blah. Anyway, I got over trying to defend myself and just let her go, and then um, thanked her and sent her flowers and refunded her just (laughs) because I like to do things like that. If anything ever goes wrong, I'll go overboard to do something nice with it so that they can tell that. You know that's who I am and what I do keep the good brand reputation anyway um, yeah, yeah so it knocks you down I tend to have a day or two of, of sulking and that tends to get me back on point so <laughs> I'll spend a day like binge watching a series on Netflix and eating popcorn or
0: you still junk food me, you still not told me what other TV shows you're into oh
1: um, what have we been watching? I actually just finished watching Sex in the City, which is super old, but I realized I'd never seen them all before. What? Um Entourage. We're rewatching Entourage at the moment. Um What else have I watched that I like? Uh How I Met Your Mother.
0: Classic. Love it.
1: Um That seventies show. <laughs> like
0: oh man, that. I, I still love that Seventy show, though it's it was absolutely- great. It's kind of sweet that, like, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis end up together, even though that's who the oh, characters are no. in
1: the show. Yeah. You know she actually so I like lied stuff like that, that that's really light and funny and there's no real thinking involved in watching it.
0: That's Definitely. my favourite. Did, did you know she actually lied to get on that show? Lied? Yeah, she was. she's no. 14. Everyone else is, like, 18.
1: Oh, really? No, I had no idea.
0: Yeah, that that's that's what happened. She basically lied on a way to get onto that show.
1: <laughs> oh well, out.
0: Pretty much. But yeah, sorry, we were like completely off that. So basically doing stuff yep. like Netflix, uh binge watching Netflix and yep. relaxing more or less.
1: Yeah. And I also I'll also always tend to write down I, t- I coach myself since I've studied coaching and NLP P I'll I coach myself by writing. So if I feel anxious about anything or depressed for any reason, what I'll do is I'll write down like why do I feel anxious about this or like what's the worst thing that's gonna happen. Um If, like, why has this made me feel this way? What are the options? What can I do about it? And blah, blah, blah. And then I come out better on the other side. So, Or just write down how I feel and then scribble it out and keep going. Writing helps me get things out of my brain.
0: It's one of the best things to do. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
1: but generally if I feel like crap, I'll just take a, a day or two to get it out and then keep going.
0: It's actually a really good way of doing it so okay so my next question here is pretty much where you have full control of this one it's like if you were to give um any advice to entrepreneurs and it's like two it used to be three now three two scenarios entrepreneurs that are in on a plateau and can't seem to grow their business and entrepreneurs that just you know no matter what they're doing they just can't seem to get that spark going to keep consistency Mm -hmm. in what advice what three pieces of advice would you give them
1: um the first one so someone who's at a plateau yeah um educate yourself i find the best way to get out of a plateau is to learn something new and then implement it so whether that's reading books listening to podcasts watching youtube videos but then there does come a point where you can watch too many and overcomplicate yourself and still become stuck in the plateau so you have to be quite selective i find with what you actually want to put into your brain and what you want to do also yeah taking time to sit down and write down what do I want like and then even look at what other people are doing and go do I want to do something like that or do I want to do something like that and then go and learn how um another really big tip that I like to give is to not so much focus on like sometimes you get stuck because you are focusing on yourself or you're comparing yourself to other people so the best way to move keep moving forward is to pay most of your attention to your clients and to your audience and look at what they need um, and just start giving like Bob Bergs yeah the go-giver giving awesome content or helping people um, contributing always tends to make you feel better if you're focusing on lack give something and then you'll you know feel better and get stuff back in return um, but yeah the most I think the biggest tip that I'll give people to successfully grow their business is pay attention to what your customers want the most from you and just keep doing more of that because you as a business owner are going to get bored of what you do quicker than the customers do. Like that's one of the reasons why I delegate all the stuff that bores me because I continually want to move forward and learn new things and do new things. So if I have to do the same thing too many times in a row, I'm just like, There, um, <laughs> find someone else who can <laughs> who can do that. Um, so you actually, you
0: actually do the noise as well it's like bleh,
1: <laughs> bleh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Just, that's, how, that's how you know she's bored she's just bleh.
1: <laughs> I say bleh um, yeah so if I get to a stage where I'm in a plateau I'll look at what am I doing, why aren't I enjoying this, can I get someone else to do it or can I let it go and what do I want to move forward to on this and what do people want from me um, so yeah, that's, that's super important um, and what was the other question?
0: Well, it's basically for people that are struggling to like hit consistency.
1: And what is consistency?
0: Like for instance, have a consistency in their business. They're they're failing to hit like a consistent level of sales or um, like something in their business is just not clicking. Like sometimes it will hit and other times it will miss.
1: Yeah. Um, Go back and look at something that was working. And why did you stop it or why did you change it? That's a big thing that I find a lot of people do because we do get bored of things so we change stuff even though something may have worked really well in the past. Um, That's one tip. Another one would be uh, get someone else to like ask for help. Ask someone to have a look at what you're doing and give an external opinion, someone that knows what they're doing, not just like your (laughs) mum.
0: So... Unless yes. knows what she's doing, who knows? Yeah, unless, yeah, unless
1: your know knows what she's doing with in an entrepreneurial sense. Um, but yeah, like, you know, if your marketing and branding should be what's attracting clients to you. And then your sales process should be what's converting them and keeping them. So generally, if something isn't working, there's an issue with something there um, or what you're offering. Like if you're offering something that people really want, then you generally don't have a problem selling it sometimes a lot of people try and offer things that people don't actually want because they think it's a good idea so listen to the marketplace if you know people aren't responding to what you're doing find what they want and do more of that
0: agreed also I'm gonna go ahead and apologize to my listeners you guys have just had me like blow my nose like twice this show and I've only Mm -hmm. just realized that I apologize profusely for that no one ever wants to hear me blow my nose but you guys did so Hopefully
1: I was talking over the top of it enough for
0: them. I think you were. No, I muted myself thinking it would mute on my recording software. It doesn't. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm not not editing because I don't like editing. So you guys have to put up with it. Sorry, buttercup. It's just the way the cookie crumbles over here. Survive. So, yeah, that's actually really good advice because um, especially going back to like, you know, what once worked, what was it, what was it that was working? you'll find more clues in previous success most of the time than you will like just guessing.
1: Yeah. And you've got to track things. Like I actually made a massive mistake recently where I had something that was working really well. Um, and of course I got bored and changed something cause I was like, Oh, I can work better if I do this. And then it stopped. <laughs> but then I didn't, I, I forgot what I actually, like I didn't save the, the version that I was running of my—I don't know what it was. It was—it was a while ago. I fixed it now, but um, I got stuck there. I'm like, oh my god, I didn't write down what it was. I can't remember what I changed, and like, how can I get it back to working again? <laughs> um, so I was just stuff around for ages trying to figure that out. Um, and yeah, it was like it was something that was so tiny, or like a few little changes. So. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I track things now, like if I've got an ad running or a mail sequence running or a you know, landing page or something. I tend to screenshot things and save them just in a, in <laughs> a, um, a Google Drive presentation,
0: as like a little
1: diary, so you can flip back through it and say what was I doing in January or yeah.
0: See, that's pretty cool because like I have a horrible time of journaling things. I just tend to forget like to journal them but like i i realize so much of my memory it's ridiculous
1: yeah and that's why i teach people not to do because if you died your business would die as well whereas if you have it systemized there then you could sell it or someone else could take over or you could teach people your secrets or whatever
0: yes teach them all your secrets
1: yeah <laughs> so, i want to put that like in my wheel or something like if i die just give away all my stuff because it'll help people
0: <laughs> that's a smart way of doing things yeah that's pretty cool but yeah Um. so just real quickly before like head off and stuff what would be the best way for people to actually find you connect with you and you know overall stalk you in a good way
1: yeah well I'm most active I suppose in my Facebook group which is called Coffee with Carissa Um, um that's my free one and then obviously got the courses and stuff that I have as well but my website is carissahill.com.au one R two S's in the first name of right, people get that wrong and I've got like a lot of freebies and stuff on there like a Facebook tips, ebook, and a little Facebook mini course, and and, an ebook that is The Awesome Awesome Entrepreneur's Guide to Being More Awesome, in which I cover a few of those tips that I went over, like when things feel shitty and you need some motivation or a kick in the pants to keep going. That's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. I I like that. So, yeah, thank you so much for being uh, a part of this. We really appreciate it, and I hope we can reconnect more so in the future. And have you been on the show uh later on when you, if you if you're up for it. Yeah, cool.
1: That's
0: pretty nice cool. To guys, meet you. thank you. Likewise, guys, as always, go find Carissahill.com.au as well. Go check out her uh, Facebook group, Coffee with Carissa. And um yeah, just you know, like, share, subscribe to the podcast, be cool about it, and I'll speak to you guys real soon. See you on the next episode.